nurses, the tide keeps turning in favor of nurse practitioners. If you thought you heard me wax poetic enough about nurse practitioners back on episode 91, well, you haven't. Here on episode 98 of the Nurse Keith Show, I'll be giving you an update on what's happening out there for NPs and the growing opportunities that they'll be enjoying for years to come. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation and the online community. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here as usual to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast and the Gluten-Free RN. More podcasts are coming to you. Check out PulseMediaNetwork.com for the latest news. You can find me on iTunes. And I want to ask again if any of you would like to go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for The Nurse Keith Show. It helps the show move up in the rankings on iTunes and helps more people find me and the information that I'm sharing. Meanwhile, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. Look for me on social media. I am there. Hit me up. Ask me questions. Do whatever you want. Just get in touch. Stay in touch. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 98. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 98. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. I'm thrilled to be here, and I want to dig into today's topic because, you know what, I'm all fired up again. So folks, back on episode 91 of the Nurse Keith Show, I talked about what was happening with nurse practitioners and APRNs. I discussed the decision made by the Veterans Administration here in the United States to grant full and complete autonomy to all advanced practice registered nurses, with the exception of certified nurse anesthetists who still need to work under a physician. But all other APRNs are now completely autonomous within the VA system, even if they work in a state with restrictive NP regulations. It's pretty exciting. But things are happening in the states around the United States, and I just needed to hop on the mic tonight and give you a little update because it is quite exciting, and I wanted to share it with the community. So at this time of the year, February, March, there are legislative sessions happening all around the country, not in every state, but in many states, including Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I live, there's a legislative session happening right now. And in some of those legislatures, they are talking about bills that have been brought before them to bring to their governors to grant nurse practitioners, you guessed it, full autonomy of practice. So yes, we already mentioned the Veterans Administration, and that was a very exciting bellwether. And I think that the Veterans Administration decision is definitely having ripple effects, and it's rippling out around the country, and more and more states are feeling the pressure that, yes, 
nurse practitioners deserve the recognition and the ability to practice autonomously because they are highly trained medical professionals who can provide primary care and other types of care to patients in need. And I want to point out that when this type of legislation goes through, it definitely saves nurse practitioners money because you know what? Those nurse practitioners who need physician supervision, a lot of them pay a lot of money to those physicians to supervise them. The doctors are not doing that for free, unless, of course, the nurse practitioner happens to work in a private practice with the doctor, so the doctor does supervise. But those autonomous nurse practitioners who have their own clinic or whatever, they have to actually pay a retainer to a doctor to be their supervisor. It is definitely an economic hardship on many nurse practitioners out there. And you know what? When legislation passes that allows nurse practitioners more autonomy, it definitely puts more money in the pockets of those nurse practitioners it also allows those nurse practitioners to expand their practices because they have more cash flow on hand to expand their practices and hire staff. Also, when states decrease regulation about nurse practitioners' practice and their, the scope of what they can do, there's less regulatory bureaucracy and red tape for that state legislature, that state government infrastructure and bureaucracy to deal with, so it saves the state's money as well because they don't have to do all that ongoing tracking and enforcement. So it is a win-win for everybody, and it's definitely a win for patients who have seen a dearth of primary care physicians, especially in underserved urban and rural areas, and nurse practitioners are stepping in to fill that gap. So folks, if you're thinking of becoming a nurse practitioner, you are in NP school right now, the job growth is there and the opportunities are there, and with more and more states granting full autonomy, game is on. So just to recap from episode 91, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has said unequivocally that job growth for nurse practitioners between now, 2017, and 2024 is projected as being 31%. As a comparison, job growth for registered nurses is at a very nice 16 to 18% or somewhere thereabouts, I can't remember exactly, and job growth for all professions across the country on average is projected to be 7%. So if you take that 7% job growth for all positions, for all professions, 15, 16, or 18% for registered nurses and 31% for nurse practitioners, you can see that there's a lot of room for NPs to make some money and to find remunerative work over the coming years. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the latest news in terms of nurse practitioners and legislation because it's important and I want you to know whether you live in the states I'm about to mention or not. So, on March 1st of 2017, that is the day that I'm actually recording here. I'm recording on March 1st. That's why I'm so excited. 
The Oklahoma House of Representatives passed Bill 1013 by a margin of 72 to 20, and that successful bill is now going to allow nurse practitioners in Oklahoma to write prescriptions without the oversight of a physician. Now, doctors were vehemently opposed to the bill's passage. They tried their darndest to get this bill killed, but it's obvious that the momentum is there and the projected benefits for the society, for the patients, far outweigh the naysayers. It far outweighed the detractors of the bill who happen to be physicians and those who lobby and advocate for physician groups. So in Oklahoma, they are seeing a pretty big shortage of primary care physicians. It's a highly rural state, very much like New Mexico, and this has spurred the movement to grant NPs more autonomy in that state. That is very exciting. I think there's parties going on in Nurse Practitionerville over in Oklahoma today, and those parties will continue as nurse practitioners realize that their scope of practice has now expanded. I also want to mention that in late February 2017, not very long ago from the date of this recording, the South Dakota legislature and Governor Dennis Dowgard enacted Senate Bill 61 in the South Dakota legislature, and this authorized nurse practitioners in that state to practice with full autonomy. So healthcare consumers in Oklahoma and South Dakota, South Dakota being another largely rural state with large underserved rural populations, are now going to enjoy increased access to preventative care and primary care. So folks, as of now, as of the recording that I am making on March 1st, 2017, we now have full autonomy for nurse practitioners in Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, the District of Columbia, Hawaii, Idaho, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Minnesota, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, hoo-hoo, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma as of today, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Dakota as of several weeks ago, Vermont, Washington and Wyoming. That is the list of states and the District of Columbia where nurse practitioners now have autonomy. That is super, super exciting. And nurse practitioners have a lot to celebrate right now. Now, we hear through the legislative grapevine around the country that Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and some other states are also considering loosening up restrictions on nurse practitioners. So we can see that the job growth and the opportunities for NPs are going to expand to other states. We are almost to 25 states, folks. We are almost half the country. The pressure is mounting. The physician groups are losing their lobbying power. They are losing this battle. The VA has already given way to nurse practitioners. More than 20 states have also jumped on board, and the momentum is there, and it is all downhill from here, folks. Things are really going to be heating up, and it's an exciting time. And if you're thinking about nurse practitioner school, it's time to really think even more deeply about it. Now, with this increased job growth, with increased opportunity is going to come increased competition. A lot of people are going to start hopping on the advanced practice registered nurse and nurse practitioner bandwagon, and we can't blame them, can we? So 
If you're going to be heading to nurse practitioner school, or if you're about to finish, or you're part of the way through a program, you need to start thinking about personal branding, marketing, and the ways in which you want to brand yourself and the ways you want to differentiate yourself from the quote unquote competition for those jobs and those patients and those positions and opportunities out there. I can certainly help you with that. We need to look at resumes, LinkedIn profiles, personal branding strategies, all the things that are involved in creating a career or elevating your career to the next level. So folks, I'm not saying you have to become a nurse practitioner. I'm certainly not going to. doesn't interest me at all. But for those of you who do have interest in that, it is time to really start considering your options. I can't imagine that the job growth is going to stop at 2024, but the Bureau of Labor Statistics has only looked at the projections with their computer models or algorithms through 2024. My assumption is that it's going to continue as the population continues to age. However, we also don't know what's going to happen with the Affordable Care Act and insurance coverage in this country. So if tens of thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people end up losing their insurance under changes made by the Trump administration and the Republican-held Congress, we might see a decrease in job opportunities for nurses and nurse practitioners if a lot of patients are thrown off the rolls. But we just have to take those calculated risks and we have to wait and see what happens. So if legislation for full autonomy for nurse practitioners has not yet been put forward in your state, or if legislation is pending and lobbying is needed, get involved with your state nurse association. See if they have a lobbying wing. See if they have a government relations committee or group and get involved. You can meet with your legislators, write to your legislators, call your legislators. You can gather together with friends, make an appointment to meet with your state representatives or your state senators and talk to them about what nurse practitioners do. A lot of these legislators don't know who NPs are. They don't know what they're capable of. They're not fully aware of the level of education and expertise that nurse practitioners and doctors of nursing practice are capable of, what they've accomplished and what they can do for patients. So you can make a case for it as a nurse, meet with your legislators, get in touch and lobby for the bills that are going before them or Work with them and work with your state and local and regional nursing associations to bring that forward. The American Association of Nurse Practitioners, the AANP, is a great organization to get involved with. You can join and you can see what they're up to and get involved in their legislative agenda. So folks, there's a lot going on out there. You can tell that I am excited and I think this is a really historic time in terms of primary care and preventative care. NPs are going to be scattering, fanning out across the country, and they're going to be giving increased access to care for Americans in many, many states around the country. So there's more nurse practitioners available to consumers who want nurse practitioners who need that care. And the welcome news is that this is going to keep hitting the presses and the pressure is going to be on other legislatures in the states that haven't granted full autonomy to do so. So keep up the pressure, get involved, and it is 
exciting and a very heady time for those of us who were so supportive of the movement in favor of nurse practitioner autonomy. So folks, there you have it. That's episode 97. I'm just fired up about NPs again because of the news that's coming in from Oklahoma and South Dakota right now. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. If you don't want to be an NP, talk to your colleagues, your friends at work who are thinking of nurse practitioner school. Have them listen to this podcast. Have them read the news. Have them see what's happening out there. Help them to make a decision for their careers. And if they need help, refer them to me. They can have a complimentary 30-minute strategy session with me to talk it through, to talk through the risks, to talk through the benefits, to look at the risk-benefit ratio and decide if becoming a nurse practitioner, APRN, or a doctor of nursing practice is really in their best interest. So folks, did you know that you can actually become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? My friend Blair Lamb and several other nurses around the country have become patrons. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to support the Nurse Keith Show and show your love for the work I'm doing here for the nursing profession. If you pledge at least $5 a month, I'm going to send you some gifts by snail mail. So if you want to pledge just a little bit, $5 a month, the cost of a large Starbucks latte, I will send you something in the mail, and I will thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting the work I'm doing here at the Nurse Keith Show and NurseKeith.com. Head over to Patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to make a monthly pledge. Anywho, The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of ThePodcastingGuy.com. Thank you, Tim. You are awesome all the time, consistently. You're just awesomeness personified. And social media and promotion are also handled incredibly, capably, and competently by the awesome Mark Cappiespeason. Mark, you are awesomeness personified as well. You're in good company with Tim. Sign up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com. Check out pulsemedianetwork.com to see what's happening at the Pulse Media Network. Leave me a voicemail right on my website. If you have a question for the show, click on the red button on the left margin of any page at nursekeith.com. Leave a message and your name, and I will play your voice on air and answer your question. Please leave me a message. I'm lonely over here. I want to hear from you. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired, inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, fun, and remunerative than you ever imagined possible. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.